0: Yes, indeed. We both are anxiously awaiting your home improvement questions either by phone or by text. And there's just one number to remember, uh, and that is 651-461-9226. Again, for either a phone call to Andy or if you want to send Andy a text, whichever is easier for you. 651-461-9226. Andy Lindis, good morning. Good morning. How are you today? I'm doing well. I'm ensconced in uh, in in my little home studio, nice and warm, uh, and I'm not out there doing roofing or siding or anything like that uh, <laughs> on a day like this. Now, what? Seriously, what what happens? And I'm looking at the temp. Now we warmed up. Now back to five below. Uh, what uh, what's getting done with the Linda's crews on a day like this? You know, uh,
1: I don't think we have a lot going on today particularly, but, uh, during the week we've got a lot done. Uh, we've been able to get a lot of our windows installed, uh, we, our siding projects, even the leaf guard guys were out doing some things, some softening fascia. Of course, uh, the, the home energy audits and the, the insulation jobs, those, those are going on daily, always, no matter what the temperature is. Sometimes we have to condition the spaces to get it up above 40 degrees in order to use a spray foam, but, uh, that's easily done.
0: I was looking at a video uh, uh, from Lindis about that very thing. interesting videos to watch now can folks can uh, as far as the foam applications in the in one's attic can people pick up on that? Can they go to to your website and just to see kind of how it's done
1: absolutely Lindisinstruction.com dot com is a uh, is a great resource. Any project that that we would partake in should be available to look at on our website. You can also check us out at uh, our YouTube channel. We have a lot of things on Pinterest, Facebook, uh, Instagram, you name it. Uh, I think we even have a few TikTok videos out there, Denny, and we're working on uh, a few more of those as we speak, actually.
0: A lot of good stuff going on. And, uh, if again, if you are in the middle, let's say you're in the middle of a project right now and you want a couple of tips, call Andy or text Andy, 651 uh, 461 and I know you mentioned this from time to time, and I'm just looking at a text now about the blower door test. Uh, for our new listeners, um, you guys are doing that. What, what is that? And uh, can folks around the area, CCO land, have that done from, uh, by Lindis?
1: Yeah, you know, uh, our heat map analysis is where I would start. Typically, this okay. time of year, we don't need to involve the, the door blower. On certain uh-huh. projects, we're going to need it, but uh, typically we're not going to need the blower door because it's so cold outside. Our infrared imaging and the other tools that we have is going to tell us all of the story that we're going to need to come up with the best way to make your house the most comfortable it possibly can be and the most energy efficient it possibly can be. So usually we can kill both those birds with, uh, with one stone.
0: What do you say, and I know you've suggested in the past, and I must admit I've done that over the years, not recent years, but with, if I felt a draft coming out of a, uh, an AC outlet or a light switch uh, box, and I think, well, let's just put some uh, one of these foam little covers uh, for the, uh, the cover, and that, that'll really take care of that. First of all, does that help, and where is that draft coming from,
1: Really? Well, there's two things that you you need to to think about there. Um, Can it help the comfort of that room? Yes. But what you're doing is putting that cold air someplace else, and sometimes the unintended consequences are worse than the draft. Uh, i e if that cold air is hitting a warm surface inside the wall there and creating any type of condensation you can have mold issues rod issues uh, a whole a litany of things that 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 can happen inside that wall even uh, so much where it can get into the electrical and 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 cause problems with outlets and and grounds especially if uh if your outlets were the kind that were just kind of put into the you know they when they just take off the the, the plastic of the wire and they just kind of pressure fit them in the back instead of actually making the the actual little semicircle and putting it in on the screw those those types of outlets I've seen because of moisture in the wall have created fire hazards so something you have to be aware of when you feel that draft it's time to look at your attic and your basement because air is moving from the attic to the basement somewhere and the way to stop that the best way is to make sure that that air cannot move something that we call stack effect And as the pressure changes in the wintertime, we start to suck that air out of our attic instead of taking the air out of our house up into the attic, which is what is typically happening in the summertime. This time of year, this is when we start to feel those drafts. We think it's our windows. We think it's our doors. We think it's the outlet covers. No, it's the attic and the basement not working well together. That's interesting. Interesting.
0: Uh, if you uh, want to call and chat with Andy, great, 651-461-9226. Uh, like Debbie, who is calling in this morning, I believe, from uh, Maple Grove. Debbie, good morning. You're good on morning. CCO. What morning. can we do for you? Good, mo- good morning. I've got a situation I'm not sure how to fix it.
1: So I have a siding gas store in my patio, and it was replaced a couple of years ago by a contractor, and from what I've been able to figure out is, instead of having a door, uh, sliding glass door built to the size of the hole, because my house is 37 years old, they bought a standard size, and there's a big gap on each side. And all they did was just put trim on, a little bit of insulation, and cover that up. Now my room, that room is freezing, and I don't, and I've caulked around it. What can I do to fix that? You know, um, I would uh, set us uh, up an estimate to come out and take a look at that. That's what's one of the things that happens with. Fix that. You know, um, I would uh, set us uh, up an estimate to come out and take a look at that. That's what's one of the things that happens with doors on a regular basis because it is marketably less expensive to get one of the standard sizes with slider doors. Slidering doors as a whole. Are about the least energy efficient option for a door that you can put in. And if we have a service call ever, Denny, it's on a sliding patio door. And I I I tell people on a regular basis that that if this is a door that you're operating on a regular basis, I would look at some of the French options, the swinging options. My my Infinity uh, French doors, I, they they just don't leak air, and I can open them up just as wide you know, there's no center bar as a patio door, in fact, wider for moving things in and out. And that's one of the reasons why I like them. Now you do have to deal with it swinging one way or the other. So you have to make sure that there's space for that. But uh, as when it comes to patio doors, the swinging options are marketably more energy efficient and leak way less air than any of the sliding options out there. Having said that, when you don't order the right size and all you're doing is filling that full of fiberglass and then putting the trim on, that's going to leak a lot of air. There should be spray foam that's put into that spot to make sure that there is no water or air infiltration in those areas. And the exterior of the door, chances are that wasn't taped the right way or sealed up the right way. and might not even be drip capped if, if you're feeling a lot of air and stuff to come through there. So that, that would I would want to inspect because if that's not done right, Denny, as, as you know, we get to jobs where we don't see this even if they're only a couple years old. And it could be thousands of dollars worth of wood rot that needs to be fixed in order
0: to put a new door in there. Wow. Wow. You bring up infinity, and I'm thinking, I know we have to break here, but Marvin, doggone it, they make good products, don't they?
1: They do, they do, but um, you know, just like any manufacturer, their their swinging doors are marketably more energy efficient than their sliding doors, and that's why I went with the, the 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 swinging doors. Just the way sliding doors are designed, that that meeting rail, that you're relying a lot on your your weather and the 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 bulb seals and, and things like that that wear out. In fact, more often than not, when we're installing uh, sliding doors, we're adding additional weather stripping and 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 things of that nature to try to make sure that they don't leak air.
0: I want to give a, a new number that we've been uh, telling folks about for Lindis if you want to get in touch with those good folks uh, for whatever your needs are, if it is windows or doors or roofing or whatever, uh, insulation. Here it is eight four four nine Lindus L I N D U S eight four four nine Lindus. We'll keep giving you that uh, that new number. So have at it. Call Lindus if you uh, need to get some projects done. eight four four nine Lindus. Hang on, Andy. We'll uh, take this break. We've got uh, textures coming in, and if you want to chat with Andy about any particular thing you may have going on at your house, six five one. Four six one nine two two six. It's the Home Improvement Show here on News Talk eight three zero WCCO. And good morning, welcome back to our Home Improvement Show, Danny, along with Andy Lindis from Lindis Construction, answering your home improvement questions if you have one. Call it in or text it in. 651 Speaking of calls, let's grab a couple here, Andy. Mike is first up here calling from uh, Minnetonka, I believe. Mike, thank you. What is your question for Andy? Uh, yeah, so with radon gas, what's what's the option for me to get that fixed,
1: or do I have to basically tear the house down and rebuild if I have radon gas in my basement? I would uh, get a hold of the guys at, and gals at safebasements.com. Jesse Treble and his crew do as good a job at mitigating radon as, as anyone, and they do have systems that you can install that will take care of the problem. I know I have customers that have used him. I have my brother used him. Um, it, can, it, it does a good job, and, and uh, they know how to do it and, and in a very safe manner. You shouldn't have to tear down your house.
0: No, no, and as you know, Andy, I've used uh, Jesse and his uh, company a couple of times here at our house so yeah uh, like andy suggests safebasements.com you uh, give those guys a call they'll uh, they'll help you out no you you don't have to tear down your house
1: something uh, that I'm reminded uh, every time this year is the you know the international building show the IRE was going on our office in Cincinnati is having home shows and uh, no matter where you go around the country, you're going to find somebody that Jesse Treble has taught how to fix basements. The guy is an innovator, and he's invented some things for wall stabilization that are used around the country. And we're just lucky enough to have him in our backyard. He's as good as it comes at fixing your basement.
0: Yeah, very much so. Here, here. Um, Let's uh, grab – I'm looking at text messages, but you know what? Let's uh, grab another phone call from Archie calling in from Bloomington this morning. Good morning, Archie. Okay, Archie is listening to the radio. We're going to have <laughs> Dennis tell Archie, don't listen to the radio. It's a bit of a delay. It's kind of confusing. It may, it may be confusing anyway, but it's confusing when there's a, there's a delay. Let's grab this while we're waiting for Archie to listen on the phone. Uh, a gentleman – I assume it's I shouldn't assume that it could be a lady Uh, wants to know about getting some work done in Buffalo, Minnesota, which is not that far away. But we get this from time to time. As far as Linda's construction, getting work done, uh, what would you recommend? Do you know somebody out there? Would Linda's uh, head uh, to Buffalo? What's what's the deal with uh, with that, Andy?
1: Yeah, that's our um, our kind of our western edge. But as far west as we'll go of uh, the metro area is the Monticello-Buffalo area, as far south as like the Rochester, as far north as like Hinkley, um, up to Hayward, Wisconsin, over to Eau Claire, Wisconsin, all the way down to La Crosse, Wisconsin. So we cover a pretty big area. If you're outside of that area, I do notice uh, we have a text on Platteville, Wisconsin, asking uh, about window estimates there. I, I've got some text messages out or to people trying to find a dealer in that area. That's one area off the top of my head. I can't think of, it, uh, of an area, but typically if you're outside of our area, like Duluth, Mankato, Des Moines, Fargo, um, people call us on a regular basis and we, we try our best to recommend contractors in that area depending on on the project and these are typically people that we know and we know that they've done good work for uh as uh dennis uh can can attest uh our, our producer here yeah. his uh, mom up in duluth we we were able to hook him up with a really good roofer up there and, and get all that taken care of and i was confident from the get-go that it was going to be a, a good job and a job that's done right the first time that's what we look for when, when we try to recommend contractors
0: Good people surround themselves with other good people. That uh, that's what makes it happen. All right, I think Archie is ready in Bloomington. Archie, are you with us? What's your question?
1: Yes, I'm. I'm with you. I'm looking for. I'm interested
0: in cutting a carbon footprint, and uh, what's your opinion on a uh, geothermal system? Is it worth the effort?
1: You know, there's a lot that goes into that, that question. It would be, it would really depend on your situation. What else can you do if you're if you're looking to to reduce that footprint? Um, that's maybe a little bit more cost effective. Um, I don't know what's going on at your house now. If you're building a home. Looking into a geothermal system can be a, a smart thing. Same thing when you're talking about solar, especially here in the Twin Cities. Although next year, GAF's new solar shingle will be launched in the Minnesota um, region, and we're pretty excited about that. I think that's going to be something that uh, that really starts to take off over the, the next few years. So we're, we're really excited about that. But that's a year away, and again, it's probably going to double, triple... the the cost of a roof. So you really have to take a look into that. But when you're building a home and you're rolling all that into the mortgage and you're seeing what the savings are going to be over a 20- or 30-year period, it makes a lot more sense than when you're remodeling a home. So those are some of the things that you're going to have to walk through. And somebody that is worth their salt in geothermal or any type of these home improvements that that reduce your energy or reduce your, your carbon footprint is going to walk you through the cost benefit up front with that so you really have all of the information that you need to
0: make the best decision. What about these tankless water heaters? You, you've addressed that uh, topic before. Uh, good, bad, indifferent to you know, what?
1: I absolutely adore mine. Um, mm. And, uh, you know, we have, it's a, a family of five. And my tankless water heater also does the in-floor heat. So it's three zones of in-floor heat, and it does all of the hot water. And outside of the system having to get flushed because of a hard water issue I have, um, I've had zero issues with it keeping up with pressure, with with anything. And it is pretty efficient. Now, again, when you're going and making these decisions about your whole system, your HVAC people are going to walk you through the pros and cons of, of all that. It just makes a lot of sense to me that we're spending a lot of our energy just keeping the water hot, let alone, you know, in this is just as we need it. So you're not ever wasting energy just trying to keep your, your water hot when you're not using it. Especially, you know, we're, we, we come and go here on a regular basis. So it might be a couple of days before hot water gets used. It makes no sense to have it sitting in a tank.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. All right, hang on, Andy. We're going to take a break, see what that forecast uh, says for weather here for the Twin Cities and surrounding area. We're going to do that and have about another half hour of our Home Improvement Show to remain. So call us or text us, 651-461-9226. This is the Home Improvement Show on News Talk 830. This is WCCO. Good morning. Welcome back to our home improvement show here in CCO Denny Long, along with Andy Lindis from Lindis Construction. Our phone number is also our text number for any kind of a home improvement question you might have this morning. 651 461 Here's one, Andy. Uh, it says our bathroom exhaust vent fan lets a lot of cold air in the bathroom when the wind blows hard. Is there a way to fix this problem. Have you ever seen that before?
1: I have and my guess is the the Brone vent or whatever, wherever it exhausts can be replaced to make sure that doesn't happen. There should be a flap in there that doesn't allow, you should never feel cold air coming through your bath fan, dryer, anything like that. If, if that's the case, the exterior flashing piece, uh, the Brone vent, um, you is going to need to be replaced and when that's done and done the right way and usually that stops. Okay.
0: Here's one that says, good morning. We have a deck that's cedar. It's about 10 years old. It faces south. We would like to replace it with trex or similar. Is there a composite wood that you recommend that isn't as slippery and as hot as trex? And I know, at least I believe, that next week Luke, our friend Luke Panic's going to be on a week from today. But can you address this one in the meantime? And we'll, we'll, we'll cover it more next week as well.
1: Yeah, I'm uh really excited because uh, as you know, you know we we test decking on on a regular basis and one of our test decks um that we no longer use is is the decking that's at my house and when when people leave my house this time of year it's I love you, have a great day, don't kill yourself on the deck <laughs> because it is slippery. That and good. those stairs are getting replaced right away next week, I think week next week or the week after with our new millboard decking and we're really excited about it. We've been testing it for about 16 months now. We've used it on some projects. The customers love it. As far as aesthetics go, you cannot find a better decking. As far as pricing goes, it's it's the same or cheaper than most of the composite decking on the market. and hands down it's the best looking decking out there and the best one that we can find to work with it's called millboard decking um we're really excited to bring it to the we were the first ones to bring it to the twin cities we've used it on some really awesome projects and and luke's going to get to in really in depth on it next week and and talk about the the new decking and and our installers you know uh the the people that we have installing our decking denny they are truly craftsmen at their jobs they they take a lot of pride in their work and Outdoor living—it's—it's—it's it's, it's, it's one of the fun things that we get to do on a regular basis. Where when we finish it, it really has a lot of wow factor, and the you know the neighborhood it usually leads to more decks because once we build one deck, it seems like we're in that neighborhood
0: <laughs> for a long time. I bet that happens a lot. So this is this product you're talking about. We'll cover it more next week when Luke uh, comes in. But it's called Millboard, you said.
1: Millboard decking comes in a wide variety of colors. It has all of the accessories you need to build a a really beautiful deck. It has a thicker profile than a lot of the decking. It has a lot more texture than a lot of the composite decking. As far as composite decking that looks like real wood, there isn't a decking on the market that that comes as close as millboard. It truly is. And from a traction control, and it doesn't get as hot as most of the composite deckings, they... They really, uh, I think, hit a home run with this product, Denny. They, there's a lot of things that they, they looked at of composite decking. What's wrong with it? What do people don't like about it? What can we do to make this one better? And I think they really did. Uh, they they checked a lot of
0: those boxes. Well, if you're uh, you're excited about it, but I'm very anxious to talk to Luke about it further. I'm sure listeners are, are, are as well, especially those that are thinking of calling Lindas to uh, get that, uh, finally, that new deck or maybe one completed or remodeled or whatever. So yeah. again, uh, Luke Panic will be uh, filling in for Andy next Saturday. He's the deck and port specialist, Ed Lindis. And uh, so, yeah, keep in mind any uh, kind of deck questions for, uh, for next Saturday.
1: And in the and meantime, Andy, usually home shows, you book our guys up. Yeah. If you're thinking about a deck this spring, I the availability of my designers right now it is, it's pretty awesome they're they're ready to get out and take a look mm. at decks so if uh, if you're thinking about a deck I don't think you can find a better time of year than right now to talk to one of the designers
0: I'm gonna give that new number again easy number to remember eight four four nine Lindus L I N D U S eight four four nine Lindus whether it's a deck or roofing or whatever you might need we'll give you that number before Andy uh, takes his leave today too. Um, here's one. It says, uh, by the way, if you have, uh, again, uh, you can call in or text in your home improvement question, as always, 651 9226 This texture needs to re insulate my mom's house, it says. That's about 50 years old. Do we need to pull out the old insulation in the attic before getting the spray insulation? My brother says, no. I think yes. What well, do you
1: think? Depending uh, on what you're doing, Uh, a lot of times, you know, we can do a really good job of attic air sealing going through the insulation and just looking for those areas and and spot sealing if you're not going to spray foam the entire attic. If you're going to spray foam the entire attic, then everything needs to come out Um, if if that's what you're going to be be using. You can get the froth packs and, and do this type of work on your own, but the if you saw the vacuum that we use that that takes you know we can take a whole bat of insulation suck it all down the tube and into into the truck and that's what what we use it's a it's a giant truck it's a giant shop back if you will and we'll go up into the attic and suck out everything get down to the bare wood or the the ceiling and really start to see what needs to be sealed up and gives us the best chance to to do the attic air sealing the way it needs to be done so I, uh, if it were me, I would take out everything out of the attic. It really gives you a, a, a good look at what what you're doing, um, and definitely you cannot spray foam over the top of other insulation if that's what your thought is. That's just uh that's no don't try that.
0: No, in fact, what you described is exactly what Lindis did at our house several years ago. They had that big big vacuum parked outside with that big uh, hose, and they. Uh, I, I have no idea. I don't think we had a proper amount of, of cellulose or whatever insulation anyway but yeah take took all that out and then put that beautiful foam in and what a difference especially and you and I've talked about this with the heating costs uh, going up and up and up what a difference this is going to make especially if you're going to stay in the house right i mean if you're yeah. going to stay in your house for a while what a, the payoff is soon
1: It is. It's about as uh, quick of an ROI as home improvement gets. And remember, just adding insulation to your attic is, is usually not the answer. On average, when we are working in somebody's attic and doing energy efficiency work, there's three types of insulation already in there. On average, when we get called out to a house to fix their attics, there already is three different types of insulation. So over the years, people have tried to just add insulation it doesn't work you need to address the attic air sealing and the ventilation of that space if you're not doing that i wouldn't even think about doing anything to the attic
0: we're getting questions from time to time here this morning andy as far as how far where will lindis do uh, do the do the work now if to to make it efficient if you're let's say you're on the road right now and you want to call lindis and find out that's one way just call and and you know whoever answers the phone they'll they'll be able to tell you uh 8449 Lindis, but generally speaking uh hutchinson's not that far away you go to hutch don't you
1: yeah we've gone uh gone to hutch for various projects we go but again that's about as far west that's kind of our western edge of of the twin cities metro area certain projects uh, we have offices like uh, in st cloud that we work with that will come down as far as to hutch um we go as far south as like rochester as far east as eau claire north uh, would be like the the hinkley hayward wisconsin area um, but outside of our, 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 our normal territory, we usually have contractors that we can recommend throughout the country, and, and we do that on a, on a regular basis. Uh, we have a lot of customers that, that, that winter in Florida, and, and we get asked about Florida contractors on, on a regular basis, and we're lucky enough to know quite a few in, in that general area.
0: I don't know if you even care to, um, I hesitate as far as mentioning brands of anything necessarily, but as far as that tankless water heater that you're happy with, are there various brands that uh, that are kind of go-to brands that you're aware of? I am not because I don't have one of those.
1: Uh, you know, uh, I'm not aware of a lot of the other brands out there. I do know that mine is an Aqua Balance, and I've had, uh, like I said, three years now, I've had it serviced one time because of hard water issues. And that's just a, on a regular, something you have to do on a regular basis is,
0: you know, get them serviced and flushed. Do you, does not just you, but I mean, does does one, if they have a tankless water heater, do you have a regular hot water heater as well? Or no, not necessarily at all
1: no i um there are uh, depending on the the house and the the use you know this this tankless water heater really is only running one shower, so it, you know if you 're in a place where you could have four or five uh, bathrooms going at once, you might there's probably something different that you're going to do again. Sit down with your HVAC person and go through the uses and, and, and the pros and cons of all the types of systems, and you usually can research how energy efficient each one of those systems are, and you can make the best decision for
0: you. All right. This texter, Andy, is building a new cabin in northern Minnesota. Good for you. What do you recommend, they say, for heating? Electric, propane, in-floor heat, etc. Same for hot water. What would you do if you were building a new cabin in northern Minnesota?
1: uh the propane in-floor heat is the the way i would go um i i just think uh when it comes from a comfort level and an energy efficiency level the homes that we've built with our with our in-floor heat it they're just you can't beat them i know what i would choose if i were, were doing that and again if i'm building a house I'm going to take a hard look at some of the geothermal options and the solar options out there available too because of the, the financing that would be available to me for building the home. When you're not looking at you know, trying to come up with a way to pay back this in five years, those, those types of systems start to make a lot more sense during new construction than, than when you're remodeling.
0: You know, we haven't talked recently about uh, leaf guard gutter systems, but I'm thinking about the people who have uh, or are building cabins or getaway homes or whatever in northern Minnesota, for example. Do people, You, I would think they should, uh, get on board with the leaf guard gutter system. I mean, that's <laughs> that's less work. You don't have to clean those ever, you know, especially if you have a, a second home like that. You don't want to, if you have to mow the lawn, that's that's enough work not, but uh, do you see a lot of that? Does Lindus do a lot of that stuff with uh, with cabins with the uh, LeafGuard gutter system?
1: Oh, for sure, yeah. The in the lake areas of the world, uh, LeafGuard is a very popular product. Product, and it really is the only gutter system that you can put on with a metal roof. And when you go to lakes, it seems like you run into a lot more of the standing seam type type roofing. When that snow comes off the metal roofing, if you have an ordinary open gutter, it's going to take the gutter off with it. So LeafGuard really is the only option if you're if you're looking at water management. And no one wants to go to their vacation home. It's going to take the gutter off with it. So LeafGuard really is the only option if you're if you're looking at water management. And no one wants to go to their vacation home or lake home to do work. No. Uh, unless you're my father, I think uh, he would purposely <laughs> buy buy a house just to do do yard work and 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 remodel it. But uh, that'd be his vacation. But typically, that's not something you want to do. So, maintenance-free exteriors and the more minimum maintenance products you can put on the home, it seems like those are getting more and more popular every year.
0: Your dad Kevin likes to keep moving. There's no doubt. He about it. sure does. <laughs> All right, hang on, Andy. We're going to take a quick break here. We have more show to come. Any kind of a home improvement question, we have uh, some text messages we'll get to when we come back. Six five one four six one nine two two six. Here on News Talk 830-WCCO, it's five below zero. And a good Saturday morning to you. Welcome back to the remaining minutes of our Home Improvement Show. We are around every Saturday in the 9 o'clock hour here on CCO. Thanks to our friends at Lindus Construction, L-I-N-D-U-S. Again, you want to get in touch with those uh, good folks uh 8449 lindus is the phone number 8449 l i n d u s andy lindus we have dan and hopkins calling in uh, to ask you a question this morning uh dan go ahead andy's listening hey thanks so much for a great show guys i really like it a lot thank you say thank i'd you. like to build a, a garage with a shed roof because i need to direct the water and i like the look of it and um, what kind of roofing would you put on a shed roof if you were to build your dream garage, Andy?
1: Um, so, when you're saying a, a shed roof, are you you're talking about a just sloping one way, like a lean-to type roof?
0: Right, like a, mo- okay. a monotrust
1: type style, maybe, but yeah, something yeah. like that. Um, depending on the slope of said roof, I, w- I would probably look at a uh, standing seam. Seems like the, yeah. the, the, those types of roofs do work out really, really well in those scenarios. Having said that, um, a asphalt shingle roof from GAF, if you can build it with the right slope, would have a better warranty than most of the metal options out there that that you can get. And I would, I would take a hard look at that option. Um, there's a reason why I went with GAF shingles on my man cave dream shed that I uh, have been building. I should say over the last three years is still not quite done. It's getting there though. Um, it's because of the 50 year non-prorated warranty. It's, it's bulletproof. It's as good a warranty as it gets. Couple that with the, the golden pledge from GAF and the, the, the golden ticket from Lindis construction that gives you the lifetime workmanship guarantee. It's, it's as good as it gets.
0: Yeah, for sure. All right. Thanks, Dan. Uh, This uh, listener says this, my husband and I are building a new house and the builder would not let us replace the sliding door in the basement for a double swing steel door so my husband can move woodworking projects out of his house. They say they leak. Now, I think you may have something to say about that.
1: Um, I would say that the, the builder is wrong. He might uh, he or she might be referring to a particular brand. Sometimes those those commercial double swing entry doors, they do leak. But I'm telling you, the infinity fiberglass, double swing French door. And what I like about the French door it's just less frame. so it's more glass and lets more light in, and that's what you see. I have it on the one room, uh, on a workout room, that it, I, I bet you I walk in there right now, and the, the thermostat's set at 72, 73 degrees, and because of the solar heat gain I'm getting from my infinity windows and door in that room right now, I bet you it's 74, 75 degrees. So it'll be three degrees warmer than what the thermostat's set at right now in this weather. It's uh, they just don't leak air, and out of all of the doors I have, my sliding door leaks way more air than any of my French doors do, so or any of my um, swinging doors do.
0: Yeah, this is this is an, a kind of a follow-up from another listener about uh, you talk of French doors being more energy efficient. You're talking about uh, not sliding doors. Uh, what they want to know about the reputation regarding security issues. Uh, is there a security issue on? Is one better than the other as far as security goes? I guess is what they're asking. You know, um, most
1: doors uh, outside of uh, you know doors designed for like your your entry steel doors and 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 with crazy locking systems. Um, can be broken into uh, there 's going to be really no difference between our French door our, our swinging door and the sliding door as far as security goes the the five point locking system on my swinging doors by infinity um, are are really secure, secure enough that when you do it, it tightens the bulb seal and the weather stripping enough where I get zero air leaking through that. Um, if security is really a, a, an issue, something that you're worrying about, and people are worrying about this more and more, there's other options to, to maybe take a look at and things that we can do to make your house more secure. Um, but when it comes to the doors, I really don't, when it comes to sliding and, and swinging doors, the security issue wouldn't be something that, a factor that I would use when choosing between those two doors.
0: Looking at this next text, Andy, would maybe be uh, a good uh, reason to call Lindis and have uh, somebody come out. They want to know the price range for the removal and new installation of insulation in their attic. Uh, you guys would come out and check it out, right? That's yeah, the easiest you know. thing. The
1: heat map analysis is, is free and, and typically we're, we're going to give you anywhere from, you know, two to five options of, of making your house more energy efficient. Again, all those ideas are, are free and yours to keep. There is no obligation. On, uh, you know, if I had uh, off the top of my head our average insulation job, if we're doing a full insulation, taking out the old, adding in uh, spray foam and an R60 and addressing some ventilation issues. You're probably in that six to ten thousand dollar range um, to to get it done right. The all, when you're doing all of it. So, but again, the estimate's free. There is no obligation. My guys are in and out of your house really quickly. We're safe about it. We're we're going, and you're going to like talking to them. There's there's a lot of things that we can take a look at to to really make your house more comfortable. And there, there's nothing to be done. We're going to let you know that as well. There's there's plenty of uh, examples that we can point to where we get there and be like, you know what, It's not a lot you can do here that makes a lot of sense, and we'll sit down and talk to you about that as well.
0: I'm looking at another text that has something to do with... Uh with gutters, like we were talking about earlier, only this is not a leaf guard. They're having issues with it. What is the same thing, what you just mentioned, Andy, the same thing apply if somebody said, you know, maybe it's time that, you know, we get those leaf guard gutters. I'm tired of trying to clean up these gutters. Is the same process? Lindis comes out. They'll get, you know, measure, do all that stuff.
1: For Sure. Um, well, again, all, all of that's free, and we're looking at it here. The, they're trying to seal their corners and, and make sure they don't drip. Um, when you get a gutter system by us, it has a lifetime leak warranty, and that is a transferable warranty. So when you sell your home, the warranty goes with it, meaning that if your gutters ever leak, we will come out for free and address it. It's just something that, that we do. Why? Uh, you know, Denny, I think at one point we tested over 20 different types of silicone You've got you to gotta remember, the, the, all of these ma- building materials expand and contract at different rates. So you, when, you, when you're testing things, you've got to make sure that it's going to be pliable enough and it's going to be able to deal with the movement of aluminum, which what most gutters are made sure. out of. Yeah. When you're giving somebody a lifetime leak warranty that says if it leaks, you're going to come out and fix it for free, and you've got over 75,000 customers in the Twin Cities, you do everything possible to make sure that they don't leak.
0: That's right. You've got <laughs> enough to do. Andy, we have to run. Always a pleasure reminding our listeners that Luke Panic will be in uh, next week doing the show. So any kind of deck, decking questions, porch questions, things like that, save him till next week. And, Andy, uh, you and I will meet a couple weeks from today, I do believe, right?
1: Yes, sir. Have fun talking to Luke, and don't forget to ask him about his chicken coop uh, insulating story, Denny. Uh, (laughs) I didn't do that one justice last week, and that deserves to be told on the air.
0: We'll talk about that with Luke uh, next week. Thanks, Andy. Have some uh, good time off. Andy Lindus from Lindus Construction. Again, here's the brand-new number to call eight four four nine Lindis lindus L-I-N-D-U-S. See you bright and early tomorrow morning at the 7 o'clock hour here on News Talk 830-WCCO.